1: Hello, welcome to the Winners Find A Way show. I'm your host, Trent Clark, CEO of Leadershipity, serial entrepreneur, international speaker, longtime coach in professional baseball, coaching in three World Series. And I welcome today, my friend, Dave Young. Dave, how are you doing, buddy?
2: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me here, man.
1: Man, I'm excited to have you. This has been, uh, we were introduced by a fellow friend, Justin Breen. And uh, Dave has been through the coaching ringer is a coach himself. So it always is fun for me to interact with fellow coaches. Cause there's just so many ideas I gather. And I love those nuggets. We talked a little bit about that yeah. pre-show about those nuggets, Dave first tell them, but we're going to talk about builder nuggets, of course yeah. your show, but I want to first Dave tell them where they can find you
2: okay so our website is buildernuggets.com or you can go on Instagram builder nuggets really easy to find and yeah it's in you know we've had people tell us you should have called your show business nuggets because we have people outside of the you know it's a show for custom home builders and and remodelers but we have people tell us all the time that it really applies to any business so if you have listeners out there that are in other businesses or disciplines, there's value there as well. It's it's really elements that you should have in your business to create a re- more rewarding business, no matter what it is, and help you create freedom for yourself through through the opportunities that you create for others. I love
1: it, man. That's my own heart right there. So yeah. let's talk about longtime entrepreneur, primarily in the real estate space, right? You've been this co-host of the Builder Nugget podcast yeah. with Dwayne Johns. Are you also in business with Dwayne?
2: Yeah. So Dwayne is my business partner as well. And you, you're right. I started out like I knew early on that I had a passion for real estate. My parents had started acquiring rental properties when I was maybe 12 or 13 years old. And, and my dad explained to me how, how that all worked and it, and it just triggered. And so I spent the, I, I'm still a real estate investor today with the with multi-residential properties in Canada and the, uh, and the Bahamas and some investments in, in the U.S. But, you know, when you're doing background investment, you're also looking at other opportunities to pursue. So I had a, I had a real estate career and then I got involved in some real estate technology and I was minding my own business one day in 2013 when somebody called me out of the blue, uh, somebody that I knew from a different business venture and said, hey, I have to tell you about this franchise opportunity. I've never seen anything like it. I've been selling franchises for 20 years. This thing is the best ever. And, you know, it was Going on about it, and I said, "Okay, what is it?" And he says, "It's a custom home building franchise." And I said, "Dude, I'm out. I'm I'm not a builder. I'm yeah. you know the joke in my house is the best tool in the toolbox is the checkbook. I, I'm just <laughs> not wired like that." But I love business, and he told me a little bit about the concept and said, uh, "You know, would you just meet with the CEO? Like agree to a a thirty minute with the CEO to just hear his vision of where he thought he could take the, the custom home building space." And I said, you know, sure, like why not? When Take somebody that, thirty minutes, and it was kind of intriguing. And so I booked. Uh, I had a thirty-minute call with Blair McDaniel, who is the founder of Allaire Homes. It's it's based out of Nanaimo, BC, in Canada. And that thirty-minute call went two hours and forty-five minutes. And in that one call, I decided this was my next venture. This is what I was going to to do next because it was. A young guy's vision, and it, and it helped that we had, he had a multi-residential background as well, but he was embarking on, he noticed that the construction industry, there's hundreds of thousands of builders across North America, all using different business models, all very fractured, yeah. uh, and the the industry was being commoditized. And he noticed that every other industry, every other sector had gone through some form of consolidation where the best of the best would get together, and they would share services, they would share uh, resources, they would share expertise, and they would work together and, and come in and collaborate, either under the same umbrella or in in some particular way, create this mastermind, and then that would create a level of accountability that wasn't there before. And I was just so intrigued by the opportunity to, you know, what some people today call, you know, disrupting the industry. I saw it as an opportunity to harmonize the industry to take people who are already very very good at what they were doing make them better and give them the opportunity to create more freedom in their business create more rewarding businesses because most of these custom home builders and remodelers they can't sell their businesses at the end they shut them down they don't have a lot of residual value you don't have other people who want to buy them so for the last nine years i've been doing that a few years in i had the opportunity to move from my role as a regional partner in ontario and then manitoba to go and open up lair in North Carolina and South Carolina. And that's when I met, I met Dwayne. So we've been collaborating there ever since. He's been a great business partner. And last year we decided, you know, we're going to take these nuggets, what we've learned working with, you know, collaborating with hundreds of builders and experts and specialists and create the podcast just to just share it with the rest of the industry. And what we found was that, you know, we were expecting to go out and share it once we started doing that and putting ourselves out there, and that was scary too. I mean, it was scary to become a builder when I wasn't one. And then it was also scary to, you know, start a podcast when I wasn't one and quickly realized is as soon as you start to give, as soon as you develop a mindset of abundance where you're willing to share what you learn, it becomes such a powerful magnet and other top people in the industry from all different types of different business models and all, all over North America we began to collaborate with them as well outside of Alaire. So the, the podcast is completely, you know, brand agnostic. You know, it's it's builder nuggets, it's designed to help any business owner input the elements that they need to have a more successful business that creates more freedom for their team, more freedom for themselves, and just elevate the entire industry. So that's how we're, how I got to where I am now and uh, yeah, excited to, you know, share some of that, share some of what I've learned and and hear your take on some of this. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Very cool. I mean, I think there's a lot of, we see this in business, right? There's a lot of great knowledge. There's a lot of great careers. There's a lot of great impact from service people, especially. And I'd almost say customer builders are almost a service, right? I, I build this for you and your clients are great as long as you have new ones waiting for more of your service and so all of a sudden like hey how do I retire because I'm going to stop going out and getting business like so I don't want to buy your service because it it always needed you you know and so it's this man it's it's not the greatest business model I learned this as a young man when I started a private training business and all the athletes were calling me saying hey Trent I want to work out with you and this is great and then I realized they didn't want to work out with Trisha or Stevie or diana or Bob or you know it was like wait a minute I want Trent (laughs) and like that's it and I'm like wait a minute I'm only got so many hours in a day how do I scale this thing like and all of a sudden it's like I got to do something different in a different way and build this another direction obviously there's been a lot of models to follow that have done that very well in in the coaching business and things like that which has been good but why don't tell us tell us a little bit something Dave that Most people don't know about you.
2: Oh, well, it's a little bit of a funny story. A couple things come to mind. I'm a dad, married three daughters, but when my girls were really young, I remember one spring we were going to go, uh, my wife and I decided, well, we were going to surprise them and take them to, uh, there's an attraction near here called, and I'm just North of Toronto called African lion safari. And it was just opening up for the spring. And I, I told my wife, Hey, we're going to get the girls up early and take them to African lion safari, keep it a surprise. They ran into my room in the morning and said, you know, dad, we're you got to get up, it's time to go. And I'm like, well, did you know, do you know about the surprise? And they said, no, the surprise is on you. And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? And they said, you know, we're not going to African lion safari. So at, at the time, I had some friends that were in MA and would train with them once in a while just for fun. Mm-hmm. And they heard that George St. Pierre was coming to town and doing a, a a clinic in you know a, a local venue that was very close to us and they said dad you're, you're going to fight with george st pierre today and i said well i don't think i'm going to to fight with him like wh- what's going on and i said no he's he's doing this clinic we got you a spot and i got to go and, and participate in that and sure enough the first exercise or the first demonstration i'm the guy who gets centered out and and pulled out George, who's an awesome guy, like great leader, so charismatic, pulls me up and he's doing a demonstration about striking and saying that whenever you're spar- whenever you're practicing, even if it is you know just a demonstration, there always has to be touch so that you get this the, the range sensitivity and he's very precise about everything that he does. So he says, this is what I mean when you're throwing a punch, you always have to hit. And so he said, okay, I'm going to demonstrate on you, Dave grabbed me, punched me in the chin. Not very hard, thankfully, but you know, <laughs> there's a little nugget there that not many people know that I've actually been punched in the face by George St. Pierre. And then picked okay. on me again, well not picked on me, but brought me out again for another exercise with my partner demonstrating the proper way to choke somebody out. So I've actually put GSP in a choke hold and then I had to demonstrate on my partner how to do it. He actually took over and sank it in until the guy tapped. So. A little bit of fun there. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. That's like, like, listen. Not everyone can say they've been punched in the face by GSP, right? And yeah. actually lived to tell about it. Actually, and still yeah. have their teeth, you know, which is nice. Yeah, good teeth still. And and learn an armbar, you know, <laughs> from from GSP,
2: right? Like, that's pretty yeah. sweet. Well, I don't have the good teeth. I got the uh, I got yeah. the hockey teeth, buddy. So nice teeth were already long gone for that one. But uh, yeah, it's hardly a punch. It was more of a tap. But it's a way better story. When you can yeah. say that, you know, you had that time with George St. Pierre, nice. but I took away a few things from him, like his, his positivity, his attitude, his willingness to share things, his patience with people. It was, those are hallmarks of a, of a very good leader. One of the things I remember most is at the time there was a lot of talk about what was the best base for MMA. And people would have arguments whether it was jujitsu or wrestling or boxing or karate or what whatever it may be. And and somebody asked him that question. And his answer was the best base for MMA or for any sport is gymnastics. And he talked about Mm. how valuable it was to train your entire body before you dig into any specific discipline and mindset as well. And and you know this from working with top athletes. While you will develop a specialty the best athletes have a well-rounded approach to things and it always starts with their mindset. And, and, you know, winners just have that, that other gear when it comes to mindset. I love
1: the example of gymnastics because there's so much there, right? Like, first of all, we've all watched the Olympics. We've all watched the college athletics. And by the way, most of us are in admiration of the bodies that come out sure. of the gymnast, right? They are just in an in incredible shape. You know, I have a daughter that competed at a high level. She's now 15 and she's done at 15, right? Like she competed already at a high level and she's like moving on to other sports. And I watched the transfer because of spatial awareness, you know, lower body, you know, stability and control and the mindset of competing and being, Hey, I've got one shot at this and knowing, Hey, this is my time. And I've got to be prepared for this one moment. And there is so much power in that, that it's, there's, there's a few sports that just really cross over. And so I, I love that George said that. I think it is a huge one. And, and there's a couple other ones. Like I, I've never, I talked to, you know, children and parents about, I don't see great athletes that don't have good feet. Mm-hmm. If you don't have good feet and you probably know this from your hockey days, right? Like you could see players have great shot from the point and, you know, Hey, we can't put you out. If you get beat back, if you can't get back into position, you can't maintain the blue line, you know, all these things that we need you to do and it involves your feet. And so that we love that you can rocket the puck 105 miles an hour. The problem is we can never get you open actually to shoot that shot. So like, exactly.
2: Yeah. And what what that does, that that agility, the combination of agility and speed and, and everything like that, it gives you options, right? And that's really yes. what you're looking for in your business as well. So when DSP is talking about that, the ability for your body to move and to be agile in different ways, to be strong in several different ways, very similar to the approach you want to take to anything you do. And you know, there's with anything you want to be world class at comes with training, focus, dedication, all that sort of thing. But for business owners, when I think about like, what's the gymnastics for a business owner, I would say it's probably reading, mm. you know, like learning or, you know, if it's not reading, it's listening to audiobooks and, and developing, you know, your ability to communicate because your job is really about creating opportunity for others. If you're a leader to create a culture and by immersing yourself, learning other strategies, baking that into what you're doing, that's really the mental gymnastics. And communication is such a, a huge part of that. Seeing how other authors or other storytellers communicate their ideas and their stories, which is really what you want to do, is be able to create your own stories and to get your point across. That that really to me is the foundation that you need to do that. And would encourage everybody if you're if you're not, I mean, listening to podcasts is great, it's awesome, but spending a little bit of time every day to read develop work on your game that's the gymnastics base for any business
1: yeah i think that's such a good point you know we you know, we always talk about leadership you know leaders are learners and yes. when i think that was, about, that was the title um, of one of your podcasts that's which, right yeah right I mean, yes yeah and, yeah and i think that you know i i would even take that one step further that the the foundation of being a good reader and learner, and you can do it audio, however you take in information. The the other step for me is being able to transfer that information to an executable strategy, even not everything, like even just taking like one of those great builder nuggets that you provide in your show. If I'm in the real estate business and saying, Hey, if I implemented that information into my agreements going forward, because I learned that from Dave and Dwayne, and now I want to do that better. And I've learned it now I've got to implement it and execute that to make yeah. it have more impact in my business in my work that to me is, is really the secret sauce to to really quote unquote learning cuz we don't always uh learn by just reading we have to learn by doing a lot of times
2: sure and in the, the other thing that I to keep point a part of what you made is actually taking action on mm. it so it it's not just delusional it's not just fantasy that uh, there's actual real outcome and the more the more you've read the more the more exposure you've had to this the more creative ways you have you have or that you can see and anticipate or strategize around putting in and to be able to communicate the idea because not everybody absorbs information the same way and if you have multiple ways of telling a story and you're not just telling it or imparting the knowledge in the way that you feel good telling it, that you understand your audience and your recipient because you've asked them good questions or you understand their communication style. You can tell the story with brevity or you can tell it with more details, like what, whatever that that may be, understanding your audience and, and who you're working with is a huge part of that. But it just, it, it expands your whole realm of, of capabilities. <laughs> and people will say all the time, oh, I don't really like to read or I don't have time to, but you start to develop some of this stuff, you take away these nuggets, you would be surprised at how fast you can accelerate and elevate yourself and you know i I mentioned it earlier it's your key role if you're the if you're the leader of a company is is to create that opportunity you know for other people provide vision provide meaningful things for them to work on you have to work on yourself in order to be able to to do that and that's it's you know you're a big believer in that as as a coach you've seen that with other professional athletes. So investing, you know, we, we talk on our show a lot about investing in your team. You also have to make investments in yourself. And sometimes they're uncomfortable. Like it was uncomfortable for me to become a builder. It was uncomfortable for me to, you know, launch out into, into the podcast, but these are the ways that you grow and it helps to define your culture. It helps you to create a better vision and mission that other people are excited to get behind. It's not just, you know, something you made up. It's, It's factual and well-founded and well-communicated.
1: I love that. I'm going to make a little plug here for a brand that I refer quite a bit. Um, I'm an entrepreneurial organization member. We just signed an agreement this year with Blinkist. And I have been a fan of Blinkist for about the last three or four years. Blinkist is reading or audible books in 15 minutes. And okay. I have thoroughly enjoyed really grabbing the nuggets out of the books in 15 minutes. You know, I, I, I love good to great, but I don't know if I need Collins, all his anecdotal stories. I got a lot of my own, <laughs> as, as many people will attest. But, you know, when I want that, I want that data. I want that information and like, hey, how do I apply that? And, you know, I'm also an avid audible reader as a guy who gets too much windshield time. So, you know, daddy Uber that I got going on. So when I do that, as I listen, there is oftentimes when I am at one and a half or two X listening speed, I can take a 30 minute drive and listen to a book three times. And then I pull that in and uh, that information, I highlight the key information that I really want to take away and it automatically syncs to my Evernote account. So it's one of the wow. greatest things I've found about pulling nuggets down about what's really important and then honing in on that real key element to move forward. Like I got a couple of questions. So that's great, okay. great, uh, great talk about learning for those who are joining Winners Find A Way for the first time. You know, let me tell you a little bit about the show. Have you ever faced stiff adversity felt like the losses are mounting and you need to find a better way? Well, you came to the right place. Whether you were already an entrepreneur, athlete, business leader, just looking to start your journey to being elite. I think this is the perfect podcast for you. I bring on one percenters who talk about those challenges, things they've overcome on their way to being the best in their industry, their best in their organization, their sport, whatever they're doing. So I'm thrilled to have Dave talk a little bit about this because we've got so many things here, Dave, to talk about. It's fun. And I know you got a desire for leadership and, and you talk about that, really that commitment, you know, one of the things, why don't you talk a little bit about real quick of what you think your real role of leaders really is? What What do you believe in your heart of hearts that role of leaders actually is inside an organization?
2: It's pretty easy. I use the word a lot. It's elevate. It, it's to elevate the rest of the team, to elevate each other and create a culture of elevation. And And when you're able to do that, when you're able to make investments in other people because when when you look at it you know you're asking people to trade their time for money and their time is the most valuable our time is the most valuable thing to us it's also the most valuable thing to them so they're actually making an investment in you and your mission and your company and so if you're going to ask them to do that it's incumbent upon you to make sure that you are making the right investments back in them and if that investment is just money or a better company car then you're a commodity you're going to be seen as a commodity. There's nothing engaging there to help them, to, to elevate them, aside from maybe their financial status. But when you look at the different elements of freedom that anybody wants to have, it's obviously the freedom of money is, is a huge one, but they want to have freedom of purpose. They want to have freedom of time and they want to have freedom of relationships. If, that is a, is a big takeaway for, for me from a book called Who Not How. By Ben Hardy and, and Dan Sullivan. Amazing book. It's one, it's one, it's probably one of the ones that's had the most impact on me. It's the reason why I joined Strategic Coach after reading that. But they, they talk about those four freedoms. And when business owners or, or employees may look at a business owner or a leader and think that everything, if they feel that everything that's being done is for them, is for that that leader, like we talked in the in the in the pre-show that's here easy. about. You know the really rich company owner that everybody else is making the contribution if you're not making an investment back into them if you're not growing the team or adding resources or understanding what they need to thrive in their business and creating opportunity for them then you're just a commodity and in this marketplace where there's more jobs than there are people especially in the construction industry but probably in just about every industry what's keeping that person from leaving your team to go to another team if it's money then it will always be money. It's hard; like they'll just go. And you've seen this too in professional sports teams: the top athletes who stay with the team that they want to be with, instead of taking more money going somewhere else. So that strategy of elevation, making good investments in your people, creating meaningful opportunities for them, having a clear mission and vision that they get to have, you know, weigh in on, you know, in developing the core values of the company, all that sort of thing. Those are key. And if you can do that. You create an environment where it's not that they don't want to leave the, you know, their role, but if you can you know, create an opportunity where they don't want to leave each other, that's pretty amazing. And you've seen that too with teams where it's like the, the chemistry is there. And once that happens, you're creating more financial freedom for everybody. You're creating more financial freedom for yourself as a business owner you have everything is more plentiful, you can make new investments. And those investments don't always have to be like I said, like a better cell phone plan or car allowance or financial, it can be, Hey, we're giving you, you know, more vacation time and we're going to, here's a leadership training course that we think that you would like, or we're doing these special things with you, corporate retreats. And we, we talked about that, like the coaching events that you go to where it's like offsite, something fun, something engaging. Those are the things that bring humans together but like that campfire mindset where you know, you're all sitting around there together and you know, you're cooking together, eating together, doing things together. Way different environment and that's tough to get in a lot of companies and the, the bigger the company is, the harder it is to maintain that as it just gets unwieldy unless you have that culture. So, usually the culture wanes and then the big companies start to start to fall apart. So it comes down to elevating people. If you elevate others,
0: Thank you for listening to the Winners Find A Way show and podcast. Trent, together with the leaders who shared their learning and experiences through this show, are grateful for allowing them to help and support you on your journey to becoming your best. Write a review, rate us five stars, and share this episode to your network.